Welcome to the Russia Moscow Mission Podcast. Here are your hosts, Elder Nicholas Olson and Elder Clark Stewart. All right, everyone. Welcome back today to the final episode of the Russia Moscow Mission Podcast. I'm Elder Olson. I'm Elder Stewart. And we are your hosts. All right, everybody. Let's get started with this final episode with your favorite segment, Reading the Mission Scripture. Today, Elder Olson and I will be reading it for us. All righty. DNC section 100, verses 3 and 4. I'll go first. Behold and lo, I have much people in this place in the regions roundabout, and an effectual door shall be opened in the regions roundabout in this eastern land. Therefore I, the Lord, have suffered you to come unto this place, for thus it was expedient in me for the salvation of souls. Well, we sure hope you love that scripture as much as we do. But today we got a, a great final last episode lined up. We're going to hear a compilation um, from all the missionaries of their advice to a new missionary. And so we hope that all of you enjoy listening to each other's advice and hearing what everyone has to say about how to serve effectively in the Russia-Moscow mission. We love you all, and let's get right into it. Thanks, Lester and Olson. Before we get this podcast started, we're going to rephrase the question so that in the future, anyone that listens to this knows what we're all answering. So the question that was asked to the entire Moscow-Russia mission is, if you could give any piece of advice to a new missionary, what would you say to them, and why would you say this? Now we're going to get started with Sister Bartlett. I'd probably say right now, with the perspective of quarantine and everything, I would definitely say make the most of every single day you have because you don't know what's going to happen the next day. And so just give it your all and just go full send every day because missions are awesome. You can choose to be happy and you can make the most of every day. Thank you so much, Sister Bartlett. Next, we'll hear from Sister Baird from home. If I could give any piece of advice to a new missionary, I would say come what may and love it because um, no matter how much you prepare for your mission, you will still be surprised every single day by something new. And sometimes they will be good surprises and sometimes they will be bad surprises, but it's really good to learn how to embrace what our Heavenly Father has given us and to move on regardless of whether or not we expected it. Um, and I think coming, loving what comes is also, um, an important part of our faith. Um, it means that we have put our trust in the Lord and in his plan for us. And it means that we are willing to accept his will in all things and do our best to be instruments in his hands. Thank you, Sister Baird. Next, we'll hear from Sister Beck. Hey, everyone. It's Sister Beck. My advice to give to a new missionary, it's kind of hard to say, but I think something that really helped me was when I realized um, a big part of being a disciple of Christ is just being Christ-like and just trying to be a light in other people's life. I have found the most success on my mission when I've decided, like, at the beginning of the day, saying, okay, I'm going to help someone today like I'm gonna be a light in their life and I think that a lot of us we don't even realize it but it's just such an it's just such an easy way to share the gospel just by being yourself and just trying to help make someone stay better just by being nice to them being nice goes a long ways and a lot of people aren't really used to 
some some stranger being nice to them so that's where I have found the most success when I have just tried to just try to make someone's day happy it's I <laughs> that's all I can really say um just being that light and standing out and just realize that you don't have to change who you are to be a missionary like this mission that we are in is such a blessing because it's teaching us how we can be missionaries by who we are so that we don't have to change our like when we go home it's not like we take off the bat well okay yeah we don't okay (laughs) like when we go home it's not like oh i'm not a missionary anymore but like you're continually going to be a disciple of christ you're going to continually be representing him and i think that a great way to do that is by starting now just trying to be kind to people every day like by a simple opening up the door or complimenting someone or just smiling like those things mean a lot to people and you don't know how someone's day is going but you can control what you do in your day so instead of feeling stressed about oh my gosh how many conversations can I get today maybe be more stressed of okay how many people can I just do little acts of service to to help make their day brighter and I mean and talk to people but sometimes it's a nice easy way to lead into conversation by serving someone first and then they want to talk to you and that's that's just my advice something that's helped me and brought peace and helped make missionary work more fun I, yeah thank you sister beck next we'll hear from sister buistrova это очень хороший вопрос но не то что вопрос я не думала над этим но может быть просто пытаться понять людей, которым мы служим здесь. Понятно, что особенно для нерусских это может быть тяжело, но тем не менее все можно сделать, если захотеть. Спасибо, сестру Буистрова. Next, we'll hear from Elder Chick. Hi, my name's Elder Chick. I have been serving in the field now for about a year and a half. Um, I guess the advice that I would give to any new missionary coming into the field would be to not stress too much about it. I know that that adjusting to missionary life can be hard. I know that Russian's tricky. Um, I know that some of you might have done the MTC from home, but uh, but I know that after after time it's all okay. Um, I I myself didn't have a normal MTC experience. I didn't learn Russian in the MTC. I went to the MTC for three weeks. So I came to Russian to Russia rather knowing no Russian. And don't stress, it'll be okay. Thank you, other chick. Next we'll hear from Sister Eckery. So I think that um, I would I would split up my advice into two points. Uh, the first point is I wanted to I want to talk a bit about charity. This has been a, a kind of a mission goal for me ever since I was in training that I wanted to be more charitable. And I wanted to learn a lot about what that meant. Um, so I learned a lot about what love really means and how this work really can't go forward unless we just love the people that we're serving and the people around us. And that includes members of the church and the contacts that we have the investigators and also our mission companions. And I've had a lot of, um, 
I've had a lot of experiences that sometimes it's not easy to love the people that we're around because they can offend us or they're mean or they just don't care, they're indifferent. Um, and if you don't have that love for them, it can be really hard to keep going. Um, but as soon as we have that Christ-like love um, that is always there when we search for it, the work becomes a lot easier and it even becomes something that we can do for our entire life. So um, one thing that I would say to a new missionary is to really seek after Christ-like love and to learn how to develop it and how to use it in their missionary work because it's gotten me through a lot of trials and I'm, um, I'm sure that it'll keep getting me through trials as I go through life. And the second thing that I wanted to say was um, I've learned on my mission more than anything else that this church is true and that it's defendable and that there's going to be a lot of people that contradict um, the teachings that we have. And I've encountered those both off my mission and on my mission. And regrettably, I've been pretty complacent, um, probably because my faith wasn't as strong as it should have been, or I just didn't know what to say and it made me uncomfortable. But um, I just would want new people that are serving to know that this mission of uh, this uh, gospel, um, especially uh, concerning things like the Book of Mormon and um, the history of the church, these things are defendable and it's okay to talk about these things. It's okay to have hard questions, but it doesn't have to damage our faith. And I know more than anything else in my life that we do have a, a savior and he's always there for us. And he wants to help us answer those hard questions too. And so it's going to take some effort on our part to figure out some answers for ourselves and to be able to get that personal witness. But that's also something that when we gain, we'll be able to share and use as a weapon um, against the adversary. And I know that that help always comes. Um, God wants this work to go forward and it is his work. So, yeah. Thank you, Sister Eckery. Now we'll hear from Elder Ellie Austin. I'd tell them to remember who they are as a son or a daughter of God. Um, and to remind them that God is truly a God of miracles. And when, when we are here, we are his hands. And as the hands of um, a God of miracles, we can definitely perform miracles too. So, yeah, just expect miracles, listen to the Spirit, and just follow the guidance that you that you receive from the Spirit. Um, and at the end of the day, always thank God for, for the opportunity you had to do His work and be not only be a tool in this sense, but to actually be a hand. Um, I think one of the most spiritual experiences I had on my mission was when I was in Zelenograd uh, and I served with Elder Oldham. Many of you don't even know who he is. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I was looking out the window. I was feeling a little bit sad. And I, I felt the spirit telling me to go touch the holes in the hand of a Christ statue that we had in the apartment. So I, I turned around and I, I walked over to it just to find out that it didn't have hands. <laughs> and 
I I touched a hole in its feet instead, and uh, I felt spirit really strongly. And I turned to turned to Elder Oldham, and I said, "Why doesn't this statue have any hands?" And he he said, "You are his hands," and that's probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned on my mission is that we can we can be the Lord's hands. Um, just stay in tune with the spirit, expect miracles, and and be be grateful for the amazing experiences you you receive. Thank you, Eliasson. Next, we'll listen to Sister Faustini. If I could give any piece of advice to a new missionary, um, I would probably tell them to. Just stay patient with themselves um, and then go and find themselves some of those sirok or, I don't know, it's forig bars, you know, with like the chocolate on the outside and the caramel on the inside. And then just eat them and feel better about yourself and have a pancake pee day as well. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Thank you, Sister Faustini. Next, we'll hear from other faucet. I think the most important thing for any new missionary or for any person is just to always find a way to make what you're doing fun, um, to always have a positive attitude about what you're doing. And cause not only does having fun and a good thing, it just, you gain more from situations where you enjoy what you're doing. You, you remember them more strongly and, not only that, but people around you notice that you're having fun doing hard things, easy things, no matter what it is, they notice you more and they strive to be more like you. Um, and it helps you always find a good place to be. Thank you, Lafalset. Next, we'll hear from Other Fletcher. Okay. Well, I kind of have two things. Is that all right? Of course, of course. Launch them. Um, so the first is that um, you can always trust that when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, the spirit is going to lead you. And, you know, at times in your mission, it might not seem like um, you were being led or this heaven may seem kind of far, but just know that if you're living as you should, you're obeying the mission rules and you're seeking guidance and that guidance will come, even if you may not always recognize it. And I've seen that time and time again over the course of my service. It's just been really cool to see that we've been guided and directed even when we didn't really realize that we were. Um, mm -hmm. And the second thing is that um, every day you have the personal choice to be happy. You know, you're in charge of your individual happiness it's not dependent on your circumstances, upon your companion, or upon anything else, just you. And that's something I wish I had learned earlier on my mission is that I can literally choose whether or not to be happy at every point throughout the day and every day um, throughout the course of my mission. Thank you, Other Fletcher. Next, we'll hear from Other Fuller. Hmm. Um, well, I heard a few um, 
days ago I was reading and preaching my gospel and I'd heard this quote before, but it was a quote by Gordon B. Hinckley. I forgot exactly how it went, but it's something along the lines of the secret. I know the start is the secret to missionary work is work. And then he kind of goes on to say, um, if you work hard, there will be no time for homesickness and no time for um, just kind of the tough feelings that we all feel as missionaries. I feel like I've really had that um, become real for me on my mission because I think at the um, on our missions and especially at the beginning of our missions, it can become really easy to just kind of sit back and just stress out about time and the language and things like that. But something I prayed a lot for and tried to do my best at is just instead of stressing, instead of hoping that things um, are going to work out and get better, just kind of making them work out, making them work better through hard work. And instead of trying to kind of just, yeah, instead of just trying to think about it too much, just try to work hard and do all you can because the Lord really will make up the rest if we um, give all we can. And another thing is um, just be yourself. I'd say um, the Lord has called us all here for a reason. And he's called each one of us here because we have personalities that will be able to connect with the Russian people. Um, each of us individually. And yeah, I would just say, try to be yourself, stay yourself, but also um, become more uh, like our savior um, through blessing others with your, your personality and not changing that. Um, and yeah, I'd also say that the, the kind of stress that you'll feel in training will not stay your whole mission. That's something also too. And yeah, that's about it. Thank you so much, Other Fuller. Next we'll hear from Other Fultz. Hey, this is Other Fultz here. And in answer to the question of any sort of advice that I think that I would like to give to someone just starting their mission, it's kind of a deep question filled with a lot of thoughts. I've been serving in this mission for almost two years and just thinking about the amazing lessons that I've learned, the amazing experiences that I've had, and everything that I wish I could have learned from the very start. It's, it's tough to say. But out of all of this, I think there's one thought that really sticks through that my brother really gave to me from a time when he served on his mission. He talked to me about how important it is to find our individual purpose in the missions that we are called to serve, in the certain callings that we have, in the certain opportunities we have in life. That as soon as we can figure out our why, our purpose, beyond just inviting others to come unto Christ, but really figuring out the specific reason that we are here in the Russia-Moscow mission today, it adds so much drive to us. It gives us the energy and motivation to be able to look at all of the impossibilities around us and strive to make it a possibility, strive to keep going forward, strive to keep doing everything that we can to fulfill our individual purpose. And I can't really tell you what yours is. That's the great thing about an individual purpose, that only you can really know what that is. Maybe it's going to be involved with being the best finder that the mission has. Maybe it could be involved with ministering to the missionaries here in this mission. Or it could be complete, something completely different. 
But all that I know personally from my own experience is that when I have been able to understand my own personal purpose and what I am really called here to do in the mission, it has given me so much motivation to look at the difficulties and trials going on around me and push me to keep going forward, pushing me to give everything that I can, look at the hard times and still find a way to be joyful through it all, knowing that I'm doing everything that I can to fulfill what I'm supposed to do. And I know that if you can specifically find the reason that you're here, everything will become a lot better. You'll start to enjoy it a whole lot more. And this work will be so much more meaningful for you and those around you. This mission is a land of miracles, and it can really be the best two years of your life to this point. I've seen that. And now I just hope that this advice can help you out to continue going forth and trying to be like Captain Moroni and shaking hell. Thank you, Elder Foltz. Next, we'll get to hear from Elder Gee. Hello, this is Elder Gee. The advice I would give to a new missionary is in DNC 112, verse 10. It says, Be thou humble, and the Lord thy God shall lead thee by the hand and give thee answer to thy prayers. You need to seek revelation, but you also need to be humble enough to accept it when you get it, because it's not always going to be what you want to hear. You're going to get advice from your trainer, especially your trainer, and also from your young mission leaders and your adult mission leaders that you're not going to want to hear. And you're not going to like it, but you need to be humble enough to accept it because they're probably right. And you need to be humble enough to recognize that the Spirit is trying to tell you something and the Lord is trying to tell you something in every moment of your day and every conversation you have with another person. And if you're, if you're meek enough to take counsel, even when it's not what you wanted to hear and it's not lovingly given, you'll have a better mission and you'll be happier. Um, one thing I did for a while after training, I did it in training and after training. At the end of every transfer, I would go through adjusting the missionary life and I would go through the Christ-like attributes activity in chapter 6 to preach my gospel. And I would, um, and I would just look at what I needed to improve in. I don't do it anymore, and maybe I should, but... Um, I just think that that was a really good way to help me uh, get used to the the rigorous nature of a mission. Missions are hard, are hard, and uh, it's okay to accept that, but don't let yourself feel too bad for yourself. Just get to work, be humble, follow the Lord, because He is your God, and He will lead you by the hand, and He will answer your prayers. But you need to be ready to accept those answers. You need to be ready to be led. And that's what I would say. I hope that you have the best two years of your life. I know it's cliche, but it'll be true. Thank you so much, Elder Gee. Next, we'll hear from Elder Gilmore. So to a, a brand new Chiefs missionary, I would say, That's right. I'd say, I'd say a few things. I'd say first, be teachable. Um, be humble. Listen, listen to your to your trainer. Listen to the other missionaries. Be teachable. Um, you you don't know. You don't know better. Um, you will know better in certain areas, and you will be able to teach them. But but be teachable. Uh, listen to your mission president. Listen to the Lord. Um, that that's what that's what I first say is be teachable. Uh, the second thing I would say is is I've heard it I've heard it many times. It was the last thing that I remember both Sister Mark and Sister Von Barkle said to me when they went home was, and I and I'll reemphasize it is love the people. And to loving them, in, in my opinion, you have to work hard. 
What I mean by this is you want to love them. You want to show them that you love them. Work hard. Uh, gain their trust. Work hard at the language. Please work hard at the language. Uh, study Preach My Gospel because the harder you work, the better you will be able to show these people that you love them. And these Russian people are special. And so I just stress, please, please work hard so that you don't have to be playing catch up your whole mission. You know, you're in training. Work Work hard and it will pay off. I promise. I promise you, young missionaries, I'm, I'm imagining I'm looking at them. It will pay off. And so be teachable, love the people, work hard, don't play catch up. Thanks, Ella Gilmore. We'll go over to Elder Holloman now. Okay, here's one piece of advice from Elder Hallama. So I think goal, goal making is a huge thing and like for new missionaries, it would be beneficial if you just think about a little bit how could you be a better missionary, how, what kind of missionary you want to be and just think about a little bit like because everybody, every one of us have some strengths, some weaknesses and how could we use our own strengths to make an effect for our areas to make effect for our mission field so it can be strengthened and because we have we all, all have some specialties we can think about like what kind of missionaries we want to be and how, how we can use our our specialties our strengths our skills to help the area and especially when we have these goals during the hard times it's easy to ponder these goals and think about how we can become a better, better missionaries during those times. So, yeah. Thank you, Elder Halama. Now we'll go down under and listen to Elder Howe. Hey, it's Elder Howe. Um, my advice to new missionaries that come into this amazing mission would be kind of two things. One would be to always trust in the Lord and never doubt that. Um, it's just, it's quite simple. Just don't, don't give up. <laughs> um, but also my second one would be um, keep high expectations. Um, I think before I went on my mission, um, a lot of people were kind of, not, you know, the public doesn't really know about the mission that well because it's not so publicized. But this mission is just like any other mission except for that we have some even cooler miracles that the Lord is just waiting for you to um, kind of, you know, get going. So I would say just don't lower your expectations. Keep them high. Keep your goals reasonable and just, yeah, just really trust in the Lord and you'll have as much success as the Lord is willing to give you. Um, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks, Elder Howe. Now we'll go over to Elder Ibsen. Hey there, this is Elder Ibsen. Um, Elder Moser asked us to uh, record what, what advice we had for newcomers into the mission. And uh, I guess uh, I guess I kind of, when I, when I uh, heard that, I kind of thought about what I wish I'd known coming into the field. And it all kind of came back to uh, a lack of understanding that I had at the beginning at the beginning of my mission about the gospel of Jesus Christ and His atonement, 
And you see that your purpose and the things that you're teaching about, they, they don't really make sense, honestly, if you don't understand the divine mission of Jesus Christ. The divine mission of Jesus Christ, like it, it, it solves all of the questions that I kind of had about what what even makes, I don't know, any of this worth it. What, uh, what is it that we're doing? Uh, I don't know. The thing is, is that I came out here and I, I didn't understand the gospel for a while. What it, I didn't understand what the gospel was. If someone asked me what the gospel was, I would probably teach them lesson four. Honestly, I thought that the gospel was just a set of rules, a set of commandments, and if you followed it, then everything would be okay. And I mean, like, the commandments are great, but the gospel is faith and then repentance and baptism and baptism of fire, receiving the gift of Holy Ghost, and uh, enduring to the end with faith in Christ. And that's the gospel there. And that's what that's what brings about the, the bowels of mercy, really. And I realized that, like, when we're out here, we, we don't, I mean, like, we, we, we talked about the law of the fast, and the law of chastity, and all those things. But I mean, like, what, what, what we're really out here doing is we're, we're preaching of Christ. We're preaching of Christ who was judged and stricken and, and killed and then he was resurrected. And now he's leading our church. And he has a and he has a church on, on earth today and that's what we preach. And so if I had to give any advice to someone, I mean, maybe you already know all this and so maybe you don't need it, but uh, I feel like it's, a, it's something that's too misunderstood among too many members. And uh, I guess I've got one more little piece of advice. And that is, if um, you're having a hard day, or if you're if you're not feeling the spirit, if you're not even sure what you're doing, or if this is if this is the work, um, sit down, and read the Book of Mormon, and the Book of Mormon is an instrument for bringing the spirit into your life, and it's the instrument for gathering Israel for sure, but it also brings the spirit into our lives as we read it. Um, we we gain a testimony. Um, of the things that we're doing here. And I know that to be true. Every time I read it, I, I, I feel the spirit now. And it's it's been an amazing experience, honestly. So that's my advice to you if you're ever having a bad day. Thank you so much, Other Ibsen. Next, we'll get the opportunity to hear from Sister Jensen. I first think that that depending on which kind of situation the person is in and what kind of person is, it's really individual what kind of a, in advice I would give, especially I would have to do probably an analysis first and then could give them advice. But I think what I would say, if I would have to say something to, like just in general something, would be um, self-evaluate yourself, analyze yourself as good as you can, and then ask yourself the question if you really understand the gospel. And then, yeah, build upon that. And a personal re uh, relationship with Heavenly Father is the most important thing. Thank you, Sister Jensen. Next, we'll hear from Sister Johnston. Hey, everyone. This is Sister Johnston. My advice to you would be serve the best mission that you can and commit to serving the best mission that you can right now on this day missions fly by and by the time you get to the end of it you just you're going to wish that you served the best mission that you could you only get this one opportunity as 
a young person to 110%, give it your all to the Lord and give all your time to him. So make the most of it, soak up the culture, soak up the wisdom that you're going to learn because it's going to change your life forever. And I can definitely promise you that. Thank you, Sister Johnston. Next, we'll get to hear from Elder Janssen. So, this is Elder Janssen, and if I could give any advice to a new missionary, I would probably say that, first of all, uh, be humble enough to be teachable. With being humble, I mean not thinking less of yourself, but thinking about yourself less. Uh, know that as a new missionary, there are just certain things you don't know, and your trainer can teach you a lot. With that being said, while being humble, try to um, have a focus on your strengths. Use what you have and what you've been given, and do not focus on all the things you have yet to achieve or get better at. Uh, use the strengths you've been given. You were sent here for this place for a reason. And remind yourself of those and use those, the strengths, and focus to use those in the work. Um, I feel like, especially when I came into the field, there was a lot, it was very overwhelming uh, with all the things that I felt like I had to do or learn how to do, especially the language. Uh, and even if language is not a big strength, of course, strive to learn the language. But... Focus on doing good with what you already have been given, with the talents you already have, and use those talents to lift up the people around you. That can be a companion, and that can be the people you teach or the members. Focus on those, be teachable, and you will be doing good. Thank you, Elder Janssen. Next, we hear from Elder Cromanhook. Ooh, okay. I would sum it up in just like one little sentence, and that is, if you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. And I, I don't say this for people to go rebellious and become apostate missionaries, but I say this, <laughs> um, we all have a certain attitude towards the mission, and there are definitely times we all experience highs and lows, but the times where I felt the most successful and the most joy on my mission is when I am doing something, doing the Lord's work with a positive attitude and truly having fun and digging in deep and just finding true joy. Um, I have had some amazing companions and some just amazing, incredible experiences that I'm looking back and reflecting on now. And it's just at these moments, I, I distinctly remember these moments that I was truly happy and I was having fun. So make sure just you got to find a good balance of having fun and doing the work and you can do both at the same time. People got to realize that you can do them at the same time. You can, you can have fun. You can get the Lord's work done, which leads to happiness that you can never get otherwise. So that's my that's biggest awesome. takeaway, from my mission. Thanks, Elder Kroman Hook. Now we'll listen to Sister Landon. If I could give any advice to a new missionary, I would tell them that you really don't have to be perfect. And as a new missionary, you know that, but you think you think that 
everyone is still so much better and that you still have to do so much better than um, that you'll never be able to be a good missionary or that you'll never be able to speak the language or you'll never be able to you'll never be able to do what you need to do but really everyone who's a mission every missionary here is human every missionary here um, has some find the missionary work hard at some point and and the fact that you don't have to be perfect that that really is true that god is happy that we try and even if sometimes we're not trying our absolute best if we want to try and if we are trying i don't know a little bit better as long as we're still trying god is happy and so I would tell a new missionary to really not stress so much about it, not think that they're somehow falling short. Every new missionary, as long as they are trying to do something good, that's enough. And as they, as you keep going, you'll get better. You'll get more used to missionary work. You'll start to figure some things out, and you'll be able to improve a little bit every day. At the very beginning, really just, don't stress so much about it. Things will be okay. Thank you, Sister Landon. Next, we'll hear from Elder Moroshnyshenko. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so, super important question. Super important answer. I think the thing that I sort of look back on, some missionaries, like, you, you look back and you go, I wish I prayed more. I wish I read the scriptures more. But, like, sure. But, like, the one thing that, like, I was not prepared for was the amount of energy um, required to trust in Jesus and, like, rely on him. Like, you, you're not faced with enough problems at home that really put you in perspective until you come out of the mission. At least that was for me. I come out here and I realize, well, like I really, really can't do this by myself. So that that is advice that I would give to people that are not on the mission like yet or like coming, like straight up, like turn to Jesus, like humble yourself to the point where you're ready to just like be a part of it as well. Obviously it's not it's not easy to achieve. Um, but if you have that in mind, like it's obvious it's a good first step to to achieving that i'd say thanks Maroshinchenko. next we'll hear from elder max philip aka atietsligi i would say don't beat yourself up <laughs> it's it's okay to not be perfect or great or even good heavenly father only expects us to improve even if it's just a little a little improvement at first and not only do you feel bad when you beat yourself up, but it affects everyone else around you. And that's something that I didn't realize for a long time. Um, I kind of hit a, a turning point in my mission when I realized that I was denying myself and others a lot of happiness because I couldn't, I couldn't stop finding fault with myself. And that doesn't mean that we shouldn't have high expectations. And that doesn't mean that we don't repent. But it does mean that we're not hip that we're not hypocrites and we don't have to feel like we're bad missionaries if we have a bad day. If we are struggling to overcome 
weaknesses and, and challenges or we aren't seeing any progress. It, you know, it's all about your attitude towards improvement. I would think, I would say that's the biggest lesson that I've learned on my mission. And I don't want others to repeat that mistake because, because that can be a really painful experience. Sometimes. And so I, I just wanted this mission to know that you are all amazing missionaries and you have, you have nothing to beat yourselves up about. You know, I'm proud to have served with every single one of you. Thank you, Other Maxfield. Next, we'll get to hear from Other McVean. Hey, everyone. This is Other McVean, and I'm just here to give my two cents on how to answer the question of what advice I would give to a new missionary. I've been on my mission for about a year and two months now. And so one thing that I have, I have learned, which really helps me, and I'm sure that it could help a new missionary, is, uh, and this is the advice I would give, learn how to repent and do it as soon as you can. On our missions, we teach repentance to so many people. And I think that if we, if we struggle with knowing how to repent ourselves daily, then it's going to be really hard for us to teach that to someone else and to help them reach a standard that we are struggling to get. And I, I, I've also seen that on the times of my mission when I've repented daily and I've done it properly, there's so much more power. And it's really hard to explain, but I can testify that I know that repentance brings power. When we, when we sin, when we make mistakes, it takes away Christ's power from our lives. And there's no way that we can do His work without His power. And so that is the advice I would give to a new missionary. Just learn how to repent. Thank you, Other McVean. Next, we'll hear from Sister McRae. Okay, so my initial thought when I was thinking about this question, um, basically, from the second you walk into the MCC, or in reality, the second you open your mission call, you tend to, I feel like everyone tends to start feeling riddled with um, comparison. And it's not a great feeling. Um, you start feeling like you have to compare yourself to others with the language, with your personality, with your spirituality. You're, and you're just constantly almost putting yourself down. And you do it almost as easy as like you breathe. Sometimes you don't even realize you're doing it. But you just tend to compare yourself with others. And I think the biggest moment of enlightenment, <laughs> and I'm definitely not perfect at this, I think we all find ourselves um, comparing ourselves to each other, to other missionaries, to other people. But I think um, when you start realizing that the only person you're in a competition with is yourself, and that your successes are successes, and that they're not lesser successes than another person's successes, that they're successes, and that the only person you're accountable to is your Heavenly Father, you'll be able to feel so much happier and so much more productive and really just become a better missionary, a better person when you can be happy for people and happy for yourself without that, I don't know, that little jerk of <laughs> comparison. Thank you, Sister McRae. Now it's actually my turn. So this will be my advice to a new missionary in the Moscow-Russia mission. I have a few bullet points and some thoughts to follow. So first, be your own person. Do the right thing for the right reasons, even when it's hard, even if it is not the popular thing to do. Others will follow your example. Be the leader you're all meant to be. Number two, set realistic goals and work to achieve them. Nothing that has value in this life will come easy. 
There is a price for success that few are willing to pay. Most will look for an easy way around, but there are no shortcuts to success. Be willing to do what it takes to achieve them. Number three, obey all mission rules. There is a good reason for them, even if you cannot see that right now. They will keep you safe. Number four, don't be politically motivated. Serve for the right reasons. Have pure motives and don't aspire for position. It makes you a better missionary. Number five, serve your companion every day. Find one simple act of service for your companion each day. It's difficult to have conflict in a relationship if you are serving each other. Number six, arrive 20 minutes early to every meeting. Be friendly and outgoing. Express gratitude for others. Shake some hands, kiss some babies principle. Become part of the ward or branch that you're serving. It means a lot to the people and you also will enjoy your missionary service more. Number seven, be a person of your word. If you say you can do it, do it. End of story. It's the most important thing. If you say you're going to do something, it's so important that you follow through and actually do what you said. Number eight, think outside the box. Opportunities are everywhere for those who look for them. This is especially true in missionary service. You can find service everywhere. Number eight, don't judge or gossip. Always go through the front door. Find the good in all situations and all people. Dwell on the positive. Be loyal in your relationships and always take the high road. It's so important. Number nine, be humble. It's not about you. Lift others and be proud of who you are and where you come from. This life is not about material possessions, rather living a life of service. And my last, number 10, be a friend to those who need it. Seek out those who need a friend. Be sensitive and aware of those who struggle. Be the difference in someone's life. This is one gift that I know you can all have. Continue to develop your spiritual sensitivity for others. It will benefit you greatly. And this is my advice to a new missionary in the Moscow-Russia mission. If you can do these things, you will be a successful missionary. And I can promise you that. Um, now, we'll hear from Sister Mutton. Okay, so this is Sister Mutton. And my advice would be um, put in the effort every day, especially with studies. If you put in that effort, then you're going to see some change over time. And it's going to add up. And you're really going to appreciate it when you get closer to the end of your mission. Um, those study things being the language study and personal study and even things just like praying with real intent and praying hard every day. If it helps pray out loud, they're some of the best prayers. And also just live in the moment. You know, you're going to have some really awesome memories on the mission and you want to enjoy them. Missions are supposed to be fun. You work hard, but you can have fun at the same time. So you got to find that balance. And there really is joy in the work as well. When you are doing the work and you're working hard, then you do have fun because you really see the atonement play effect into people's lives, and that gives you a lot of happiness. But there's just unplanned things that happen every day that can be fun and make you laugh and make you enjoy the time that you have on the mission and being with your companions, you can learn a lot from them. And they're pretty fun people, especially when you have your friendship with them based upon the gospel. It's a really fun and healthy friendship, and they're going to be some of your best friends uh, throughout the rest of your life. And they're really going to help you learn and grow and progress in the gospel. They're going to support you. Yeah, that's what I would say. So stay close to the Spirit and trust in the Spirit because He's going to help you a lot. And be diligent and have fun. And 
So, okay, пока. Thank you, Sister Mutton. Next, we'll get to hear from Sister Nelson. Hey, Russia Moscow Mission. It's Sister Nelson. My advice is to live in the moment, your entire mission, to cherish every moment because your mission will go by so much faster than you think. And looking back on my mission, even the things that at the time I thought were kind of the hardest parts of my mission, they are a hundred times better than anything else I could have been doing at home or at school or anywhere else. I'm so, so grateful for my mission and for every single day that I've had here. I'm grateful that I still have time left, but it does go really fast. So make sure that you're living in the moment, you're doing everything that the Lord has sent you here to do. Never take anything for granted. Live your mission to the fullest and love every single second because it is the best 18 or 24 months of your life. It's the best and I wouldn't trade it for anything. So live it up. Thank you, Sister Nelson. Next, we'll hear from Sister Nikiforova. Я бы, ну, я бы сказала, если просто коротко, любите русских людей, любите моих, моих русских людей, потому что они просто замечательные люди. И я знаю, что да, возможно, у нас нету, да, у нас нету мексиканской кухни, и да, у нас, которая острая, не острая, и есть много моментов, которые не такие, и... но это все так неважно, на самом деле, это просто великолепная возможность быть здесь для меня, это большая честь быть на, на миссии здесь, и я знаю, что если, ну, если любить людей, то захочется и изучать язык, чтобы понимать их, и захочется служить им, чтобы помогать им, и захочется, и может, можно будет получать откровение, потому что твоя голова будет думать об, об этом, об этих людях, ты сможешь получать откровение, потому что Бог будет видеть, что ты их любишь и хочешь эм, сделать что-нибудь, чтобы, ну, хоть помочь как-то. Эм, да, я скажу так. Спасибо, sister Nikiforova. Next, we'll hear from other Utisin. That's right. Yeah. Well, okay, I actually got two pieces of advice. <clears throat> so the first one is about love or charity. In Russia, this is something I really learned from one of my companions and something I've realized in myself is you really need to love people. I think there's a tendency when you're an elder or a sister to show love to people, but your actions are kind of ahead and your heart haven't really caught up yet. So you kind of show love to these people that you're meeting with, but you don't really love them yet. And so my advice, my advice would be to just love wholeheartedly, just pray so you can really love these people. Because when you really love the people you're working with, then, two things will happen, or more things, but the two things I think of. And the first one is that you, you will just care more. And when you care more, you work better. And you will really, <clears throat> excuse me, make sure that what you do is the best for these people. And second of all, when you truly love in your work to feed the Savior's sheep, then the priesthood power that all missionaries have been endowed with, endowed with will be so much stronger. So that's my first piece of advice. And then my second piece of advice is 
sometimes you just gotta like sit down and just let things happen around you, you know? Like you can't just change everything around you. Sometimes you just have to sit down in your couch, take a deep breath, maybe even take a nap and just like chill, you know? Sometimes you just gotta <laughs> let things happen. Like, what does it say in Doctrine and Covenants? Like, be still and know that I am the Lord thy God. But sometimes, you know, just taking it easy and thinking about what to do. Just taking a minute to breathe. Thank you, Heather Utisen. Next, we'll hear from Elder Olson. All right. So my uh, answer to the question, what advice I would give to new missionaries, is a little bit twofold. And I'll explain why in a second. But yeah, as I've had the chance to ask this question to a lot of people, obviously it's caused me to reflect and think about what advice I would give to a new missionary. Um, and so yeah, for all you that have served around me, you know that I really like quotes and things hanging up because they kind of help remind me of my purpose and they inspire me. So I have two quotes hanging up on my wall. The first one is the words, it's just two words and it says, embrace it. Um, serving the Russian Moscow mission is very unique. Um, it's a chance to do something comple uh, completely new. None of your friends are doing it, likely, and the chance to serve here is incredible. However, sometimes that comes with bad things. That comes with the hardships of not seeing as much success as you'd hope. But on the other hand, it comes with incredible things that just can't be explained. The chance to really help someone understand the gospel in a, a real way. There, there's no match to that. And so my advice would be those two words, embrace it. Embrace all the good that comes with serving the Russia-Moscow mission, the friendships, the relationships you build with missionaries, investigators, members from being so close. But also embrace the bad that's going to come with serving here, the hard, the, the long days where it feels like you're never going to find someone to teach, the days where it seems like your mission's never going to end. Embrace those because those are what makes a mission. And my last piece of advice is, is corny, but it would be to enjoy the moment. Um, you'll see... As your mission starts to wrap up, you kind of have a hard time grasping that it's actually over. But as I look back, there's been certain moments that I've really enjoyed, that I've recognized that this moment's not going to last forever. Um, you know, whether it's teaching someone an incredible lesson, meeting with a member that you just love to death, or being with missionaries at a district council and trying to be better. Those small things, when you recognize that, that is what changes your life. When you can recognize those moments, when you're in the moment, uh, take time to recognize them because those looking back will be will make all the difference. And so my advice is to embrace it. Embrace the Russia-Moscow mission with your whole heart. Love the people and serve with all you can. And second piece, uh, find joy in the journey and enjoy the moment. Those two things I think will take you a long way in the Russia-Moscow mission. Thank you so much, Other Olson. Next, we'll get to hear from Sister Ertley. Wow. I feel like I'm still a new missionary, so I don't even know. Um, us too. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. It's true. Dang, you guys are going home so soon. I can't even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. My advice would be to do the little things every day that build up to a big thing. For example, if you want to read the Book of Mormon, you read the Book of Mormon every day, even though um, it might be hard, even though you've had a really tough day. You read it every day because further along the line, you will read it multiple times um, and really getting to know preach my gospel really well, especially the goal setting principles in there. Um, I think that's really important to keep you motivated on your mission and to also really 
see progress, not only in the language, not only in teaching ability, but really in yourself and your testimony and how close you come to Christ on your mission. That's what I would say. Thank you, Sister Early. Next, we'll get to hear from Elder Red. My name is Elder Red, and the thing that I would recommend to new missionaries that are coming in is that they ought to strengthen that relationship that they have with their Heavenly Father and with Jesus Christ. And that is actually the most important thing that you could possibly do on your mission because it will allow you to strengthen your testimony and it will enable you to serve others in a way that is sincere and it is out of love because as you strengthen your relationship with our Father in Heaven and with His Son Jesus Christ, you understand more of why you're here, why you're on the mission. And there are a lot of things that, you know, are going to be hard throughout the mission, but as long as you have that relationship strengthened with you and your Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ, then you'll have a rock to hold fast to. And when the times get tough and life gets hard, you'll be able to rely upon that relationship that you have. And so the most important thing is to strengthen your relationship with your Heavenly Father and to strengthen your relationship with Jesus Christ and understand the sacrifice and the atonement and make it personal to you because um, missionaries are out here to declare the gospel of Jesus Christ and the missionary mindset is to help others come unto Christ and as we draw closer to Christ ourselves as we strengthen that relationship then we'll be able to lift others because we cannot lift others higher than we um, are ourselves. Thank you, Elder Red. Next, we'll hear from Elder Russin. All right. I guess for me, the biggest thing when it comes to advice or something I'm learning, above all, is just come and love the Russian people. Um, I think this will bless anyone in all aspects. And we, we're here in a, in a calling. We ha- we're set apart, and we're, we're called servants of the Lord. But um, that doesn't mean that's the only reason you're here, just to, to mark off your calling and to, to kind of check it off the list. So I'd say, above all, is to love, to have love for the Russian people. It'll bless you in, in your language skills, your teaching skills, your finding, your, and just your ability to connect with people. And so, you know, wherever I feel like I lack in organizational skills or leading or whatever, I... I just know I love these Russian people and I just want to serve them and you know, create relationships with them and that will help so much. So that's my advice. Thank you so much, Other Russin. Now get the opportunity to listen to Other Sieg Miller. If I could give any advice to a missionary coming in and why. Um it's a great question. I think the two things I would say are don't beat yourself up and don't just believe in Christ, believe Christ. And I say that because on your mission there's going to be hard times and there's going to be great times, 
There's going to be times when things are easy. There's going to be things, times when things are hard. There's going to be times of success. And there's going to be times of disappointment. And so through all of that, we have to trust that the Savior will keep His promises. We have to trust that what the Savior has said to us will come true. And so even when things seem hard, if we can truly rely on the Savior and we can truly trust that everything He has promised us will come to fruition, then we really don't have a reason to worry. We know that we can be forgiven for our mistakes, and we know that His work will go forth. We continue every day to try to do better, and if we mess up, we repent. And we realize that we, we messed up, and we don't let that hold us back from having an amazing day the next day. And then we, we trust Christ that He is preparing people to receive His work. And if we'll do those things, we will see absolute miracles. And you will continue to see absolute miracles as we've, we've seen this mission already. Um, and so, just like to close my testimony that I know that Christ keeps His promises. And so we need to do our end and He'll, he'll keep His end. And if we're worthy, we will be worthy of incredible blessings that we couldn't have imagined. Thank you. Thanks, Elder Miller. Next, we'll hear from Elder Spores. Okay, if I had any advice for anybody in the mission, um, it would be to recognize that we are spiritual beings in a mortal existence. The reason that I would say that is because sometimes it can get hard and sometimes you can feel like you're not good enough or whatever, and that's just because this is mortality and it, it is hard. But when we recognize that we're spiritual beings with infinite worth and infinite, infinite potential, then we can start to progress leaps and bounds and Heavenly Father wants to help us um, and when we can connect our spirits with with heaven and really draw down the powers of heaven we can see some truly magnificent miracles um, and do this work the way that it's meant to be um, it's a spiritual spiritual journey connecting our spirits and the spirits of other people with heaven um, and that's really the advice that I would give Thanks, Elder Spores. Now we'll get to hear from the legendary Elder Stewart. Hey, this is Elder Stewart. Well, if I could give any piece of advice to a new missionary, I think that this is what I would say. There's honestly a million different things that I could tell a new missionary and, and a million different things that they could benefit from hearing. But I think that there's one principle that is really important that I've discovered on my mission and could really bless the life of any missionary. And that principle is to understand how the Holy Ghost speaks to you. You know, it really works differently for everyone, but I think that the most important part of really life in general is understanding how to hear the promptings of the Holy Ghost because the promptings of the Holy Ghost is how we hear our God, how we know what to do, how we learn, how we are taught, and how we receive comfort and guidance and, and everything in this life. But, you know, that's really why there's an entire chapter in Preach My Gospel dedicated to recognizing and understanding the Spirit. Although that we think that we need to help others recognize the Spirit, I think a lot of missionaries go on their missions not really fully understanding how the Spirit works with them. And so my advice is to go to the Lord in prayer and ask Him to show you what these feelings are, what these feelings look like, what are the feelings of the Holy Ghost, and what are these promptings like, how do they work because only then will we be able to really perform the will of the Lord if we understand what He's saying to us through the Holy Ghost. And so my advice is to, 
Just think about that. Try to find the Holy Ghost. Listen to the still small voice. Read the scriptures. Seek revelation. And understand what you're looking for. Understand what you expect. That has been the biggest blessing that I've noticed on my, in, on my mission. And as I've come to know and understand how the Spirit works and how I'm able to recognize it for myself, then I've been able to look back into my life and see how the Holy Ghost has been with me the whole time. And so my advice to a new missionary is to seek and understand the feelings of the Holy Ghost. Then the rest of your mission will be so blessed because you'll be able to understand what to do and how to help people in the best possible way, not only on your mission, but during the rest of your life. And so, yeah. Thank you, Elder Stewart. We'll miss you a lot. Now, we'd like to hear from Elder Stowers. Okay. Um, well, I mean, this is this is going to be pretty, I don't know, cliche, but I, I would say just expect miracles, I guess. Um, I think um, we, we sometimes forget whose work this is and who, who we have on our side. I, I tend to to oftentimes forget, you know, how, how important this work is and, and what we're actually doing. Um, but I, I really can promise and, and, and say that as we look for God's hand in our life, um, it, it's, it is very, very evident and invisible. Um, and I guess just for, for a new person coming in with, with that much time and, and, and potential ahead of him, I, I would just hope that he takes every chance he can to, to really expect those miracles and to, to, you know, set goals and, and push yourself and, and give the Lord, um, let him, let him work and use you as an instrument. Um, and just be, be ready and, and be proactive about, about the work and about expecting those miracles. It, it takes hard work, but it, it, uh, it pays off. And so I would just say, expect miracles and, and go out there and, have a great time and, and look for his hand in the work because it's there. Thanks, Elder Stowers. Next, we'd like to hear from Elder Woodward. Hey, everyone. This is Elder Woodward. Uh, so in response to the invitation, what is some advice that I would give to a new young missionary? Um, there's many things that came to my mind, and many things that I could say. But I think in summary, I'll say this. Uh, some advice that I would give is to learn to always rely on the Savior. Uh, not just through the hard times, but through the good times. And not just relying on Him, but having Him in our thoughts, emulating Him, learning of Him, um, and developing that relationship and love for Him. There is a quote that I read recently, and it's, All those who are called to serve in the ministry of the Master are called to be good shepherds. Um, Christ is the good shepherd. He was a perfect missionary. And a perfect servant. And in order for us to be good shepherds to others, we need to learn of him. To develop a relationship with him. Uh, to trust him. And through that we can emulate him and be good shepherds. That is some advice I would give. Thank you, Elder Woodward. Next we'll hear from Sister Winter. My advice would be to have fun while on a mission. Missions, of course, you're meant to work really hard and give everything you have to the Lord and his service, but you can have fun while doing it. It's not a requirement to be miserable while on mission. You can have so much fun and make the most of every single day because it really does fly by. 
Thank you so much, Sister Winter. Our last piece of advice today will come from Elder Wiley. Hello, this is Elder Wiley. Um, I think my advice to give to a new missionary is to be obedient, um, to figure out you know what the mission rules are quickly and to stick to them. And I say that because I've seen personally the difference that being obedient has made so far in my time as a missionary, and there is a distinct difference, um, at least for me, in my capacity to feel the Spirit um, when I'm completely obedient versus when I'm not. And don't be afraid to establish a culture of 100% obedience in your personal mission because it'll, be it'll benefit you no matter what else the situation may say or suggest to do. Now, of course, that doesn't mean to not be flexible, but to be flexible within the rules. And if you have any questions about like the rules or are wondering about permission for something, ask your leaders and continually read the missionary handbook to ensure that you're uh, that you know of all the rules and that you're following them. And also be sure to be educated on the rules for your specific mission, zone, district, and area. Because sometimes they're a little bit different. And of course, a good example is here in Russia. Because of some of the laws that were enacted, we don't wear name tags. Not because it's illegal, but because of other reasons. And that's a mission rule that's kind of a little bit contrary to some of the things that you might read in the missionary handbook. But, um, and then I think the last thing that I would say to wrap that up is to remember that disobedience is deliberately going against what the Lord has set forth. And you can't really disobey if you don't know all the rules, which, you know, we all should. And 100% obedience will bring many, many blessings to your service as a missionary that you would not have had otherwise. Um, and I can testify of that because I can, I've seen it in my mission already and um, say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That was awesome, Elder Stewart. You know, even though we weren't able to get everyone on an interview, I think that it was awesome that we were able to get everyone's final advice uh, to a new missionary and hear what everyone's opinions are. That sure was good. We have a great mission, Elder Stewart. All right. Well, for our final segment before we end the podcast season one, we wanted to talk a little bit with you about what it means to us, me and other Olson, to create history. Yeah, as many of you know, this has kind of been, uh, been mine and Elder Stewart's catchphrase throughout our service together. When we first started serving together, we were talking about what it means to serve in the Russia-Moscow mission and what it means to be a missionary in this part of the world. And as we thought about what that really means and we thought about examples from the scriptures, those two words came to our mind of create history. And so obviously... This is something that has been very important to us and something that we've tried to inspire and motivate you all to do. Um, Heavenly Father obviously is, is the great creator, the person who has allowed us to come here and to fulfill the, the measure of our creation and to receive a chance to become like him. And us as missionaries obviously have an incredible opportunity to create history on our own. And so that has been something that we've tried to focus on a lot and think about how we can be creators um, creating things and, and creating opportunities for people to come unto Christ. And that's exactly what we're trying to do here in the Russia-Moscow mission. And I think uh, what it means to me is it's not necessarily about you. It's not about creating history for yourself or whatever. It's about creating history and, like other Stewart said, opportunities for others. You know, I think of the word pioneer. You know, obviously we think about the saints who crossed the plains and whatnot, and they were 
the, some of the greatest pioneers. But today in Russia, there's many modern day pioneers. You know, pioneer just means um, someone who goes before. And that's what that's what we're doing. We're living in such unprecedented times right now with uh, the law, with coronavirus, with technology rolling out for the first time. And that truly is creating history, a chance to be a part of that. And so others and sisters, obviously with this time, the Lord has put us in a place where we truly are creating history. And he gives us opportunities and is willing to give us more opportunities to create that history and to continue to break the molds, continue to be first-gen mavericks, continue to, to do things which have never been done before. And that's what we need in the Russia Moscow mission, and, and that's what we need in missionary work in general. And others and, others and sisters, we're so grateful to, to serve among you and to see each of you create history every single day in small or, or big ways. We recognize your efforts and, and we're grateful for your diligence and, and for the love that you have for the Lord and that you're willing to seek the revelation and that you're willing to, to push to create history, create history here in, in Moscow, Russia, and create history on this earth. And I think as much as, Christ, uh, his, as history has already been created, there's still so much more to do. I still believe, I truly believe that the best is yet ahead, that this mission is starting to see incredible things happen, but I don't think we can even fully comprehend what is ahead, the promises that Heavenly Father is waiting to fulfill, the effectual doors that He's waiting to open here. And so as these interesting times come, just remember that the greatest times are still yet ahead. Obviously, Elder Olson and I don't have too much time left with the rest of you. But we encourage you to continue to press forward, continue to seek the will of the Lord, and continue to become like Him and improve every single day and help our brothers and sisters here in Russia. It truly is about them. And so we love you all. It's been awesome. We've loved doing this podcast and the chance to hear from you, to be with you, and to hear your thoughts on many things. And so we just want to, as always, give a quick shout out and thank you, Teller Mosier, for helping us put together all these episodes and being an incredible part of this. We also want to give a big shout out and thanks to President Sister Anderson. I think you've all started to recognize how incredible they are and how much they do for us that goes unnoticed. And so we want to give them a big thanks for being the biggest champions of this mission. Thank you, Elder Stewart and Elder Olson. Before we finish, we would like to give one more thanks to both of you for your hard work and dedication not only to the podcast over the last several months, but to the mission during this quarantine. You have both worked so hard and so diligently to lead this mission in the direction that you see fit, and we are all so grateful for the hard work that you have put in, and we will forever be grateful for the direction that you have put our mission in over the course of quarantine. We are grateful to listen to you over the course of the last few weeks in the podcast, and we're excited to see what the future of the mission holds. So from the bottom of my heart, I would like to thank both of you, Elder Stewart and Elder Olson, for your example to the mission over the course of quarantine. We are so grateful for both of you. Finally, I would like to thank each one of you for listening to the podcast, especially if you have been here since the beginning of quarantine when we started this podcast. I am beyond grateful to have had a small part in all of your quarantine life here in the Moscow-Russia mission. It has been a great journey. And I'm grateful for each of you listening to the podcast each and every week. Now, we'll turn it back over to Elder Stewart and Elder Olson to finish off this podcast one last time. Elders and sisters, we love you all so much. And for the last time, we would invite you to go and create history. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Russia Moscow Mission Podcast. 
my name is Elder Tooth, and I'm here with Elder Red the Third. Until next time, stay sane out there.